empire. In this first lecture, we want to look at what we might call the emerging empire of New Rome. This is a, a bit of a difficulty because what we're talking about when we talk about the Byzantine Empire is not something that the people themselves called Byzantine or that anyone else called Byzantine at the time. And that's probably a good point to begin the course by saying that the term Byzantine uh, is one that is completely made up by modern historians. It is not an historical term at all. So what is the Byzantine Empire if we just made that up? And why would we want to call it something else? Well, the simplest way of uh, approaching this is just to say that the Byzantine Empire is the last roughly thousand years or so of the Roman Empire. In other words, the Roman Empire, which began in the 8th century BC, or at least the Roman state does, and then grows all across the Mediterranean during the ancient world, had fallen on pretty hard times by the 3rd and 4th centuries AD. And it's at that point, it's in roughly in either the late 3rd or sometime in the 4th century, that you begin to see changes in the Roman Empire which are sufficiently profound that historians begin to call it Byzantine rather than Roman. Now, part of the reason for this, and I should say that everyone at the time called the Byzantine Empire the Roman Empire, and that was true right up until its end. This whole course, whenever I say Byzantine, what they would have said at the time is Roman. But where it really comes from is the period of the Enlightenment, particularly in the 18th century, when a lot of, uh, of history was being chopped up into pieces by Enlightenment historians. And for those historians back then, when they gave things names, they viewed the Roman Empire as being this, this great empire of antiquity based in uh, Rome, the city of Rome. It's logical. And the fact that the empire continued for well over a thousand years after Rome had already fallen in the West, after there was no more empire in Western Europe, was a bit of a difficulty for them. And so rather than just simply continuing to call it Roman, they viewed this as not really truly Roman. There were enough things about it that in their view didn't make it worthy of the name Roman. And so they developed this, this term Byzantine. What are the primary characteristics when we talk about Byzantine Empire? What are the things that make it different than the Roman Empire, which is what it is after all? One is the fact that there's no Rome. Um, in most of the Byzantine history, the Byzantine Empire doesn't actually have the city of Rome in it because it's already fallen to the Germanic barbarians. And even in those, those centuries in which the Byzantine Empire does have Rome in it, Rome is really just a place of honor, but it is not any longer an administrative center. So in other words, Rome is not the capital of the Byzantine Empire. The capital instead is a completely separate city, the city of Constantinople that we'll be talking more about. In fact, we'll talk quite a lot about Constantinople in this course. And therefore, 
another characteristic of the Byzantine Empire that sets it apart from the Roman Empire is that power is now based in the Eastern Mediterranean and not in the Western Mediterranean. Power is based primarily at Constantinople and not at Rome. Another characteristic is a dominance of Greek culture and Eastern perspectives in Byzantine history, rather than Latin culture and Western perspectives that predominated in much of the history of the Roman Empire. In fact, very early on in this course, pretty much after we get past the first lecture, the dominant language that everyone speaks will be Greek, not Latin any longer. And Latin, remember, is the language of the Romans, and that will be lost fairly early on. And a, a final characteristic or primary characteristic of...